0: again we are going to be discussing pop culture how are you today Amir?
1: I'm well thank you how are you?
0: Not too bad it is uh, June the 4th 2020 you know there's a lot of things going on first we have COVID and that's still happening and now there's been other news as well which hasn't been uh very positive news so so yeah but like Mm. we'll we'll discuss that further one So, yeah, um, in terms of pop culture, right, so I know me and you have had several, loads of discussions about pop culture. Indeed. What does pop culture
1: mean to you? Uh, To be fair, if I think of pop culture, I usually think straight about uh, music. I think about film or art. Uh, I think about Warhol. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think about these things. I think about what's popular in terms of what's out there, what most people in the general populace um, are most likely to be drawn to, mm-hmm. whether that is music or uh, or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just something we can all collectively enjoy. Uh, something that is not too elite, it's something we are all accessible. We all have accessibility to, basically.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I, find, uh, I feel like for myself, pop culture is it's quite similar to you. I feel like it's a fusion of. Different uh, creative mediums, and then uh, it, it, it is um, people connect with different elements of it.
1: Yeah,
0: like if it's like an advert, or if it's a if it's a music artist, or or if it's a certain film, and it holds a certain there's a certain narrative that is told within that medium, and then people connect with it and they make it relevant. Oh yeah, yeah. I so that's how I feel. Like examples, like. Like in terms of films, I would say like Kill Bill. So like Kill Bill is quite, it's quite cool. Oh yeah. Um, also with a Pulp Fiction and um who else was it? Uh, Scarface. I've I've never watched it. But no, I,
1: I know I, like, I know inter- it's significant. Yeah. Yeah. I was yeah, gonna and, say like yeah. on our previous conversation when we spoke about um intertextuality, for example. Mm. And not going on that tangent because it's very different. Mm-hmm. But we can see how Kill Bill even influenced music videos or other mm-hmm. artworks afterwards. And that has made its way into popular culture. Because yes. it's, it's permeated, it's penetrated mm-hmm. pop culture mm-hmm. basically. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love that. I love that definition. I love that definition. Mm. Uh, just
0: looking on obviously Google and stuff. Uh, the definition of pop culture, this is just straight from Wiki. So uh, popular culture also called mass culture and pop culture it is generally recognized by members of a society as a set of practices beliefs and objects that are dominant or prevalent in a society at any given time
1: what do you think Mm. very true i feel like pop culture um affects everything i mean I think things that maybe wouldn't have accepted a long time ago have now become more acceptable because of the boundaries we've pushed in pop culture. And, um, like, do you remember? Well, obviously, we wouldn't remember, but obviously, if we look back and watch old documentaries or whatever it is, Mm -hmm. and we can see things in the 70s or 80s that were taboo, like, what's happening in this year is huge, you know? Mm -hmm. Corona for one, they HS appreciation, mm-hmm. things mm-hmm. have changed. You know, mm-hmm. in a very short time, the world we once inhabited no longer exists. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. we're moving on. Mm-hmm. And as the years go ahead and as time will go by, you know, everything will change. Mm-hmm. Um, we will always remember this time because it is significant. But, but now we're in a new area where we're talking about police brutality mm-hmm. and how that has always existed but never been touched on. We're just entering another, another, um, avenue of racism that we haven't explored, that we mm-hmm. should have gone into, even though we're aware that that avenue existed, but nobody wants to really acknowledge it, besides the people who are being oppressed. Mm-hmm. But now it's reached a global scale, a popular cultural scale, mm-hmm. where now everyone's aware of it through news, through um, media and it's out there isn't it we all, mm-hmm. all um we can all channel that and access it can't we mm-hmm. and that's allowed us to you know market or um talk about it bring up issues mm-hmm. and discuss it openly like we are right now mm-hmm. and we're giving that platform mm-hmm. and giving that service for people to mm-hmm. discuss these sort of issues
0: basically mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah so. no i totally uh, yeah i agree <laughs> um i feel like the whole situation me as a young black woman up in um mm-hmm. in the uk um you know i've had uh i've experienced uh set things especially when i've gone through the transition in work life as well like you know all that like i've done quite well especially through like education and and stuff and mm-hmm. um i think maybe as well that like when someone sees my name um that they they wouldn't associate, that, obviously, a name called Heather, um, you know, with a black girl. So I've had moments. I've had moments. I, you know, it's like the story of my life, really. Like I'd walk mm. into interviews and they're not expecting a, a black, a young black female walking through, and yeah. like, you kind of see that first impression. But um, I think as I, as I've got older and I experienced that more. I kind of just learned you know what i have to just go there and just like do this because that's what i'm there for i'm there for the experience i've always been one of the people and um where like it's it's bigger than me Mm. as a person i feel like it's um like everything that i do it is not it's not just for me it's for my grandparents
1: who came over here uh things will change and they are heading in the right direction uh, the people realize that they have the power, and I think yeah. that's so important to understand how we can stand up against those who are the oppressors and we can truly bring in change. Um, it's just going to take a while before we get there, but if everyone is collectively supporting one another and working on this, then <sighs> a better future is promised to all of us. Have you?
0: Have you it's just going to
1: take some time, yeah.
0: I know, I know it's going to take time because this. Like this is something that's been going on for you know, it stems back a hundred like like well, yeah, hundreds and hundreds of years. Yeah. You know, so you've gotta go back and you've gotta um go back and kind of not say make peace with it, but like you've gotta see how all these different issues like they're all connected. It all stems from yeah. one thing. It stems from slavery. That's what it'll yeah. Regardless 100%. of you know where you're from? If you're from America, you're in the UK, you're in Africa, yeah. if you you know, it's all affected, it's all around us, we can't run away from it. Isn't Canada mm-hmm. like you can't run away from it? It is it it's it's all around us and I think people who are um who are non black, you all have a responsibility. But if you see something, you need to speak up because no, this is not the way this life is supposed to be, it's not supposed to be like this no and it's people like myself now and yourself as well where it's like we're carrying the burden on our shoulders. like we're still carrying this burden on our shoulders mm. like why we're we carrying this burden on our shoulders we we should be as we're elevating as we're growing and as we're developing things are hard enough as it is point blank periods true so why do we feel like we have this bit like we're carrying this load, this heavy load on our shoulders? We don't have to feel like that. We shouldn't have to feel like that. You know, that's why I do what I do. That's why I'm so glad that I'm out of like working for someone else. I'm glad that I, 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 I have my head down. I'm focused, and I, I have to push through because I'm not doing this for myself. I'm doing this for people who came before me, who has paved the way and for the future. This is not about me. It's not about me. It's got nothing to do with me. I'm just the vessel. I'm the vessel who is just, who, you know, who has had my head down where I've had set opportunities and I've, I've rinsed it out and I've created something from it. And now, like now's the time. Now's the time.
1: Mm. It is the time.
0: For everyone, it's not just for myself, everyone everyone needs to re, re-look at themselves. If you don't see yourself as a queen or a king, so I'm not right, because you are.
1: No. no, 100%. I agree. And that's why
0: I love set people like Beyonce or Rihanna or, or like even with um, um Jay-Z and and Kanye West and with Rhyme Music as well, like obviously the list goes on. It's part of our culture, regardless if it's... Uh, you know, if they're American or they're Canadian or they're African or whatever, they're speaking their experience through music, they're putting their, their, their you know, the pain, the hurt into music and they're creating into something where it touches people, where, you know what I mean, where people feel yeah. that they can connect with people. That is powerful and that is translated through film, <coughs> music, film, music, through uh, books, through through everything through every medium and we need more of that us creatives we've got stuff to do because like we've got to pave the way for the future you see for our children and for their grandchildren we have a responsibility we can't be sitting around feeling like oh no da, da, da. no 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 we can't be feeling like that
1: no i think like there's a quote by christopher hitchens and, it's, and it says that the grave will supply plenty of time for your silence yeah and it hit me deep when i read that quote because i was like it's true why do we stay silent on issues when we're gonna when we're dead we can stay silent for all our lives but yeah. this is the time to make change we can do it together mm-hmm. and i really believe that mm-hmm. um obviously because yeah, that's what we yeah. it's best yeah, yeah, for our yeah, yeah. survival yeah you know yeah. so you know that's just how it is um yeah but yeah a, a colorism is widespread i feel like that's an issue that definitely needs to be spoken about mm-hmm. it, it's not right now maybe it's not it's time frame but that is an issue that also needs to be discussed mm-hmm. why even me growing up seeing you know throwing like saying we're fair and lovely
0: yeah
1: or, or say you know stuff like tibet pure white yeah. and wear these creams to lighten your skin mm-hmm. as a guy i heard it as well it's not just gender specific in the way like it's just for women it's for men too like you're always being looked down at because you're not lighter-skinned. Mm-hmm. I think that always bothered me.
0: Obviously, from my experiences and your experiences, yes, they are different, but they do parallel at the same time. Yeah. And I feel like it's very significant. And, and I feel like that's what's good about this, like having the conversation, is that, yeah, we're having the conversation and we're not shying away from it. We're not hiding away from it, you know? Mm. We are... We're having the open dialogue, and that's what it. Like, that's what we need more of. People feeling like, okay, cool, I can, I can, I can express myself. We talk about icons all the time. Oh yeah, but like music hey, me. icons, <laughs> yeah. Um, so, who like? Obviously, when we talk about pop culture, like, any artists that come to mind, you think, okay, cool, they've definitely impacted pop culture in a very significant way where it impacts everything
1: that we see right now 100% someone I think I was huge is Madonna Mm -hmm. unmissable how could you look look past her Mm -hmm. she changed the course of pop culture Mm -hmm. like if you think about MTV back in the day and then Madonna did that like a virgin song and she was literally like gyrating around you know like going around stage and and like seductively dancing or whatever and f- going on the floor and like, you know, being all seductive and stuff. I mean, um, I think her manager said if you ever do that, your career's gonna be over. But instead it did the opposite. It propelled and skyrocketed her career.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and took it to a stratospheric level. Like she just became a star from after that. Um, if you think about things actually like done with um And she's talked about a lot of issues, like Papa Don't Preach, about abortion. She's talked about, in Like a Prayer, she's talked about the idea of, um, you know, a black man getting blamed for the white man's problems um, and being innocent as well. Uh, She's, you know... I just feel like she pushed a lot of ideas, Or even when she went to Kabbalah, she was bringing it to me. I mean, how many people were aware of Kabbalah back then? It's like a mystic practice and stuff. But, you know, she found a way to integrate it into pop culture, bringing it into, uh, bringing it in front of the eyes, whereas before people wouldn't have been aware about it. Or mm-hmm. if you think about the Beatles and bringing over like meditation and this like hippie sort of lifestyle that I'm sure people did, but they really propelled it, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh and um yeah i mean even a sex book remember like how many artists Mm -hmm. did you see have sex book Mm -hmm. you know or Mm uh doing nude nude photos at at that time Mm -hmm. i mean and she says it quite she said it in her woman of the year speech and she was like oh when i took the photos and it came out a lot of people expected me to be ashamed about it but i wasn't Mm -hmm. which surprised them she goes i actually look quite bored because i was but i needed to make money and i did what i had to do and that's part of survival you know mm-hmm. she did what she had to do when, mm-hmm. with the nude photos but later on when she gave us textbook it's like she talked about how the industry was very like um it was quite man uh, man orientated mm-hmm. i'm saying i'm not sure how to, what the right phrase is but quite male dominated basically patriarchal mm-hmm. in a way mm-hmm. and um yeah. And she was like, I had to, um, I was always seen as a threat. Mm-hmm. So as long you know, she goes, you were allowed to be, you know, made to look slutty and made to look pretty and made to be objectified for everyone else, but don't own your, um, don't own your own sexiness. Don't mm-hmm. own your own sluttiness. Don't okay. make it your own. Let it be an object for other people to, uh, make themselves. Mm-hmm. So you're just an object for a man's desire mm-hmm. or woman's desire too, whatever mm-hmm. or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, and I feel like she always channeled, she challenged that. Like the issues she had with the Pope during the prayer, do you remember, mm-hmm. um, with the Vatican, and like mm-hmm. um, and yeah. then. It, and then, like, talking about her her sex dreams, which is just unheard of at that time for women to just openly talk about sex. And then you think, you think back to, you know, the suffragettes movement and that how sex was something that women were not even allowed to enjoy. Mm-hmm. Like, it was something to be the lowest part of them that they weren't even allowed to, like, enjoy that intimacy mm-hmm. between the spouse or, or a partner, for, for, for example. And I remember when I was in uh, my, third, uh, my second year of university, I did um, women writers and looked at um, women and how they, uh, how they basically like protested in the suffragettes movement and everything like that, and seeing women never having the rights to vote yeah. until like uh, way after and even then, when they got the vote, it was only up to women uh, at the age of 30. I think it was at 35 I can't remember. Mm-hmm. And then afterwards, after a long time of protest, I think it was in the 1920s, late, uh, uh, mid to late 1920s, where women were allowed to vote at the same age of man, which is 21. But before that, they weren't. You know, you think about um, women not being able to own their own bodies. You know, women, want, people wanting to have control of women, saying they can't have abortion or whatever. And then, mm-hmm. you know, the, after the pills invented, and then this mm-hmm. is invented. And mm-hmm. we see the change and how through advertisement it got out. And then we see how people start having huge families aside having a more smaller amount, you know? Mm-hmm. And you see how that penetrated pop culture, um, even looks, styles, aesthetic. Remember everyone in the 80s, I know my aunt told me she was a huge Madonna fan and she wanted to be Madonna. Oh, wow. We, we we see mm. this like everyone, you know, having the same sort of look and style as her. Which now maybe we look back and think, Oh, I don't really like that style but in a way it's become iconic and it's it's permeated into pop culture. Mm-hmm. You know, we talk about and now we see everyone doing everything in in modern day now, uh with like sex or whatever and we look over it like, Oh yeah, that's normal. And we expect that from MTV now. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't always expected and I would say that all hats go off to Madonna. I'm sure there were other artists along the way, but she really paved the the. She made the avenue for other people. And she got so much crap for it
0: mm.
1: along the way when she was even said that she was compared to Satan in, in a headline once. Mm. Or that some people said that she took women back oh, because, oh. because of she objectified herself. Mm. You know, and as if you're not supposed to own your own sexuality.
0: Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, I feel like
1: with Madonna, like when
0: I, um, I do like some of her music, like when I look back in kind of like, her, you know, in her archive, and look back and I'm like, wow, like, you can tell that she, I feel like she went through a lot of stuff, a lot of pain. And then she's put that energy into her art, into her music, into her craft. And then with her, she's all, I think being, contra- like her being controversial, always pushed the boundary. Oh yeah, hundred
1: percent.
0: Yeah. Completely.
1: Hundred percent.
0: Um so talking about Madonna, how about
1: Michael Jackson? Oh Michael Jackson, interesting, also uh, a huge pop cultural significance, isn't he? Yeah. Um obviously uh, when you when you watch the thriller video mm-hmm. and how he changed the way mm-hmm. like we saw uh, music videos at that time. Mm-hmm. I mean, now we see it done by everyone, but they have longer videos now. Mm-hmm. It's, it's normative, mm-hmm. but we really should always hark back to the people who originally began those mm-hmm. those concepts and ideas. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I I never watched thriller as a kid. Mm-hmm. I heard the song. I never mm-hmm. watched the video. Um, it wasn't during. I yeah, mean, that was in the 80s. Yeah, we were born in the 90s. The 90s yeah, so, yeah you know. Yeah, I've mean, I watched you know, it now scared. though. Yeah, I've seen now. it now. Yeah, of
0: course, it. yeah, yeah, yeah. No,
1: it looked yeah. amazing. I think if yeah. I was a child and I watched it, I definitely would be scared. Oh yes. Oh yeah. I. You know what? It's funny you say that because
0: I remember when I was younger. But obviously, when it used to be played on like MTV and, and oh, other yeah. type of channels, and then obviously they used to like bring it back. And I just remember when I was a child, like seeing something and. It actually shook me, it shook me, and I'm like, really? Whats this? you know because it was frightening, especially when you're you know it's um like when you are a younger child and then you see something of that on t v especially when you're not exposed to it, it's like, mm-hmm. okay, this is a, uh, this is uh this is different, but as you get older now, you see like for me now, I have an utter um appreciation for it because it's paved the way. You know, it really has. You know, it, 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 it paved the way for the artists today. You know, like Chris Brown and Usher and all these different yeah. uh, artists and bands as well. You can oh, yeah. see that they've taken inspiration from him and from other artists and from other icons and they've used it in their own way. And that's what's driving them. And you can yeah. see that in their music and in their music as well as in their music
1: videos. Yeah, I really see that. I mean, uh, remember Telephone when it came out? Yeah. And Beyonce and that I saw as well. Yeah. Uh, If you think about things like Lana Del Rey's national anthem.
0: Yeah, ASAP Rocky. um,
1: ASAP Rocky. And we had Lana. And we can see, like, uh, Lana makes a lot of references to the past. Like, she Mm -hmm. talks about the Kennedys. Mm -hmm. She references Marilyn Monroe. Jacqueline Jacqueline Kennedy. Mm Mm-hmm. And, you know, even Lolita from the story of the book, uh, and we see she mentions these sort of things within her, within her work, her music, her art. Uh, and we see even in Ride where she tells that, like, story about her life and uh, she gives that lovely little monologue in the beginning. And you're, you're just engrossed. Like, you, mm-hmm. you watch it and you're like, maybe it's fake. Maybe mm-hmm. it's real. But either way, I still feel something when I hear it. Mm-hmm. You know, you're moved by mm-hmm. the story. You know, and, and, and the best thing an artist can do is, like, make you engrossed into the story that they're telling. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm always en, engrossed by what Lana does. So, yeah, I mean, we see it now normalised. Mm-hmm. I, I think everyone makes a reference to the past in some way. I mean, how many times have we heard songs mentioning James Dean? We talked about this in the Intertextual podcast. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we see that all of this, again, is a part of pop culture.
0: Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, it is part of, part of yeah, yeah, it is completely right. Yeah. It's like, it, it's like, a, I kind of see it as a, it's like a knitted blanket, isn't it? Really, yeah. Everything is like connected, everything is woven within each other, and then yeah. it kind of creates this bigger, bigger um, um, blanket, so it's just, everything is just like woven, everything is like, you know, throughout the years, and then you look back, you're like, wow. Oh my gosh, remember that? Oh my gosh, you know? Yeah. I'm like that. Yeah. Um, let's talk about Lady Gaga, because I know we both yeah. love Lady Gaga. She is amazing. We love you, Gaga. We love you. We're your <laughs> monsters. We do. We do, 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 do. She has just recently released her album for, I think it was, it was last week, Friday. Absolutely amazing. I know that you haven't listened to it as of yet. Like, you've only heard two songs. I've listened to the I've listened to that album. I am excited to listen
1: to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I of have course. not had the time. time that, that's yeah, what's people... yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Well I really obviously um on the Sunday one everything. Um so I know that obviously because you haven't listened to it, so I'm not gonna talk too deep into it. However, um because I know that like you've heard um Stupid Love and Rain on Me. Just from hearing those two tracks, what impression do you get of
1: the album? Honestly, it gives me a very nostalgic feel when I hear them. Mm-hmm. Uh, that there's something about them that reminds me of the 90s and early 2000s. Like when I heard Stupid, Stupid Love, first mm-hmm. of all, the first thing I thought about was Bowie. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not even gonna lie, and we'll touch on Bowie shortly, mm-hmm, but. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, what's his name? I thought of Bowie. The style, the idea of a Ziggy Stardust sort of character—it mm-hmm. felt very out of space. It felt very Mars. Life is there, life on Mars, kind of question. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I think that's. Um, that's what I felt. But then beyond that, though, I also felt like a Britney vibe, like from the 90s, which is like, oops, I did it again. Mm-hmm. You know, that kind of like mm-hmm. out there kind of thing. But it also mm-hmm. kind of reminded me of the early part of music, like, you know, and, and I'm not talking about the songs itself, but the visuals of it. Mm-hmm. It felt very poker face type. It mm-hmm. felt very born this way type. Mm-hmm. It, it, just, it just gave me that feel. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not saying they were exactly similar, but, you know, mm-hmm. I, I got that vibe that they had some sort of like similar feel. Mm-hmm. 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 Um,
0: yeah, yeah 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 so
1: it was it was a very it felt like a harking back to her earlier work mm-hmm. more to what we're more uh, used to her being like in her when she was quite outlandish and quite you know um, more artsy than she is now mm-hmm. yeah with, with her outfits and stuff and
0: yeah i i remember because i think it was you that you told me that Oh my god, like Gaga's dropping an album soon. Do you remember? A few months ago.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah,
0: And then you um and then I think you showed me a visual and it was off that video of um of stupid love. And I think when we met up like I think it was last time I think when took the pictures and stuff, and then the video came out, I think I think it was the same day or whatever like the day before whatever. And then I was like, Wow, like welcome into anyway. Put put that aside. Um, yeah. when I watched, like when I first saw, even just seeing that picture that you showed me that time, obviously prior, I was like, wow, like this is going in a very different direction. Mm. Like, you know, and then when I seen the video, I was like, okay, this is she, she, she seems very, um, I don't know, I feel like there's a level of peace with her
1: now. Oh, yeah, she went through a very difficult time, which you spoke about in your documentary, Five Foot Two. Yeah. Um, And she spoke about the issues. And um, I just think, you know, she's gone through a lot. Mm -hmm. I think relationships have been very hard for her. She's probably felt very lonely because it's a common saying, isn't it? To get to Mm -hmm. the top is quite lonely. Mm -hmm.
0: It is. You know?
1: So imagine, like, she's working all the time and she doesn't have time for, you know, the people that she really cares about. I probably can do a lot to you and not being successful in relationships and that too, maybe there's sexism or misogyny within that, that men feel intimidated by her because yeah. of her, because of the scale of her level. I mean, yeah. you know, but you know, the thing is, like, we're super proud of her. Like, mm-hmm. honestly, I remember when she began and I used to watch all her interviews and binge on them. And I remember she was I'm still, sure you still do. I'm sure I still do at times. I sometimes do revisit I do, I do like to listen because everything she used to say used to like really touch me, um, and um, and she used to talk about how much she wanted to be an actress back then, but then we saw a Star Is Born and it was way later, and I feel like it was so needed uh, that she needed to make that change, like drastic change in her in her work, um, and it was a good time, and I feel like now. She's kind of, she's kind of was on those mellow kind of vibes because of everything that was going on in her life, you know where her career was, Art Pop's failure, you know, and then Joanne never hit big, but she still worked really hard on it, and all those factors and and all the issues. I think she lost a friend as well. Oh yeah, it was yes, yeah, it was a lot. Yeah, it was
0: really a lot for her. And yeah, yeah, she's
1: gone through a lot. Exactly, she's she's gone through a hell of a lot, but. You know, she's pushing through. And, Mm -hmm. you know, even when we think of, like, pop culture and mediums and things like that, Mm -hmm. uh, we know that she used an iPhone Mm -hmm. when she made that. That wasn't shot on a regular camera. That was shot on an iPhone. That might, obviously, I'm guessing people would know that, but in case you don't know, it was shot on an iPhone. It Mm wasn't shot on a camera. Mm -hmm. That might change pop culture for the future,
0: though. If you're interested for any of our digital marketing and social marketing services please contact us on imagecreativebeathx.com or find a link down below.